Hey everyone. This is Mukul and this is Swapnil. Welcome to Going Slow podcast where we discuss our product journeys and also have casual discussions around life, universe and everything in between. Hello, hello. Hey Swapnil. Welcome to the fourth episode. Yeah. Uh so how's the week going for you? it was pretty slow <laughs> which is very much in line with with the theme of our podcast so i don't have anything specific to talk about what about you it was extremely slow slow in the sense it was fun for me actually one of my friend got married this sunday so it was his marriage event and we had kind of a mini reunion a college reunion so for those two days i opened my laptop only once so that's like an achievement <laughs> for me so it was super fun though nice nice yeah i think it's the wedding season i i have i think three or four of my friends getting married next month and yeah so right now i'm just planning planning how or which which of them to attend and then how do i get to meet the maximum number of people and and like you know like a reunion thing meet meet the maximum number of old friends back maximizing the roi <laughs> yeah yeah normally you know you don't normally it's like it's very hard now to get all of or more friends at one place before the pandemic more than half of my friends were in bangalore so every every month or so there would have been some birthday or some achievement in someone's life and they would throw a party and we would get to meet but in the last two years everyone is at their hometowns and it's, it's been pretty pretty long since i since i've been like in physical proximity with with most of them so yeah so now yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay whoever is getting married yeah we will we'll go there just just for the heck of meeting everyone else that's true that's definitely true i think all of my friends after like almost a year i met some of them once in a while when i went to goa when i went to travel somewhere else but all of them at once i met them after i think one and one one, one and a half years basically yeah uh, totally it was amazing though it was a blast uh yeah and also it's a bfcm week black friday cyber monday week so the the number of support request in shopify is a little bit higher than normal because everyone number of sales is high the number of people who are trying to use the apps is high our apps are not very correlated with the bfcm one because it does not help in like upselling cross selling and very related to that but yeah it was it was a bit crazy with week you, with support number of support requests did you roll out any any coupon codes or any discounts or something uh, no yeah i mean we kept it normal basically we didn't uh, roll out anything specifically for the bfcm part got it so like this this time on twitter i'm seeing I'm seeing a different trend which is some of the people are doing anti black friday sales. So what they're saying is okay. after black friday we'll increase our prices which which I think is a super cool twist <laughs> to the traditional way. 
yeah i mean it's all a fomo kind of thing yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's a good marketing strategy where you create a fomo and then basically raise prices so yeah that's a very good trick actually for example if someone is raising prices they send a mail something like hey uh, we are about to raise our prices if you are on trial or trying out this app please purchase this prices at this rate before this time so that's a very good strategy we have used it in the past in our app so what we did was we when we basically when we published our app for the first time we did something like we had a $5 plan we just we because we did we wanted to know if someone is willing to pay for it so we had like a $5 plan and we put like a crossed out 10 beside that 5 so something like it's like a 50% off it's like a early bird offer and it's 50% off and actually it converted lot of users into paying customers like they subscribed to that plan even though they were not using it because we were checking usage daily like how much the app was used and everything they, it was not getting used but there were a lot of customers who were just like subscribed to it so that was an interesting experiment at that time that the, the that kind of effect like drives sales basically was this like a monthly subscription or they they had an option to pay annually as well we we keep it monthly yeah. we haven't experimented with annually yet got it uh yeah actually we want to experiment with annually but i'm not very sure about that as of now that whether we should do annual deals or not because i just feel that i have i have no experience so i can't i'm not sure exactly in that but for example if some customer unsubscribes in month 6 most of them will just ask for refund for the remaining 6 week Right. 6 months so it's like we are doing the same thing at a some discount basically because annual deals have some discount in it and if someone is asking for refund in our app we do not investigate we just refund it right away so that they have like smooth experience because if they are not happy then it's there is no point in like uh, holding their money or asking them why exactly they want a refund or something like that so we are very extremely straightforward in that scenario that if you want to unsubscribe you can unsubscribe from the app if you are not happy with the app usage or wrongly charged uh, somehow just let us know and we will refund it right away yeah so roi as well right when you refund it right away and then you can get in touch with them to get feedback and since they have seen that money has been refunded they would be happy like most customers would be happy to provide you real good feedback true yeah that that makes sense it's very tricky question <laughs> because at what point would you ask the question the feedback question would you ask it before refunding or after refunding because technically before refunding has higher conversion rate than after refunding because it's uh, because there is some kind of trade off going on types but generally what we do is we just send uh, do the refund and say that hey we have refunded the amount and then we'll just add one line explanation of like one like question of why uh why why did you unsubscribe or what's the number one pain point you were trying to solve through the app which did not get resolved basically got it like as a from a user's perspective i like if i am the user 
if i got a refund then i i wouldn't take the time to provide feedback because it's again it's not mm. a good roi for me i've already like i have 100 other things to do so i'll just move on with my life so like yeah i agree that if you keep the reason before then you'll have a higher conversion you can just you can just maybe mention in your copy somewhere that then the next step next step is automatic and all like you, there, there's no there's no review thing going on for for your reason and you just you just getting this refund automatically definitely we want to incentivize them if any person has some uh, a way to incentivize anything then there is a higher chance of conversion in that sense yeah i mean generally if we know exactly the reason they have unsubscribed we do not push in that sense we just refund the amount and it's like okay thanks for trying out the service do let us know if you would like to try it again in the future right so yeah i think now i as i think about it i feel that this episode's theme is becoming monthly versus annual plans <laughs> so just <laughs> No, there are certain apps I have used which does not uh, like provide a way to cancel subscription. For example, the internet provider service. Oh, I had a terrible experience with that <laughs> whole app. I mean, they have so many shady strategies in their app. First, they do not have a cancellation link in their app. second for example if you are on subscription plan x and now if you want to downgrade you cannot downgrade through the app you can just upgrade so <laughs> if you are on plan x then you will see higher plans than them but you cannot see lower plans <laughs> and yeah i mean they i have received like x number of calls from them uh, regarding like hey uh, your subscription has expired because i came back home right so the Bangalore subscription was still there, and they were, hey, the subscription has been expired. Uh, would you like to re, re like recharge it or something like that? I was like, I'm not staying there. You know, please cancel my subscription. And their response was something like, you should call another number, <laughs> a support number, or email us at this 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 to cancel the subscription. and as like that is a terrible experience i wouldn't want to implement something like that in any of our products <laughs> yeah so yeah on on continuing on the same topic so i i have a friend who was who's work, who is working on like a privacy centric analytics tool and few months back we were discussing the same thing annual versus monthly pricing and then we sort of converged on that you should only have monthly pricing for the initial initial few months because if if your user is not happy you will the feedback loop is very short in case of monthly pricing if they're not getting the value they'll just not renew it the next month you'll see churn and then you know that something is wrong versus if someone has bought an annual plan and if the user is not happy you'd probably get to know about it one year down the line which which is like too late agreed but i have one counterpoint to this and one counterpoint and one pro for like annual plans why exactly annual plans will be nice 
फॉर एग्जाम्पल इफ आई एम गोइंग टू इम्प्लीमेंट दैम इट्स सिंपल लाइक द कैश फ्लो द मेन रीजन वुड बी कैश फ्लो मनी नाउ इज बेटर दैन मनी इन एवरी मंथ समथिंग लाइक दैट बट फॉर एग्जाम्पल इफ आई एम गेटिंग लाइक एनुअल सब्सक्रिप्शन नाउ देन वी कैन यूज दैट कैश टू इंक्रीज अवर एनी थिंग लाइक प्रोडक्ट सेल्स मार्केटिंग वी कैन री इन्वेस्ट इन एनी ऑफ द ऑपरेशन ऑफ द प्रोडक्ट एंड मेक इट ग्रो एज मच एज वी कैन सो इट्स आई थिंक दैट पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू आई अग्री विद दैट दैट कैश फ्लो इज लाइक किंग सो इफ मनी नाउ इज बेटर दैन मनी एवरी मंथ इन दैट सेंस फीडबैक आई काइंड ऑफ अग्री बट दोज आर टू डिफरेंट कॉन्वर्सेशन बट इट जस्ट अ पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू ऑफ वाई एनुअल प्लान आर बेटर इन अ वे राइट यस इट्स अ नाइस ट्रेड ऑफ एंड आई थिंक यू कैन हैव you can go one way or the other depending on what stage you are in so if you're like super early you need feedback more but as soon as you have some sort of a pmf in place then you'd probably lean more towards cash flow so that you can double down on what's working and yeah i think that makes definitely. sense definitely definitely that makes total sense the one more trend which which is rising currently is lifetime deal when you are creating a product when they are releasing it on product hunt or something like that they do a lifetime deal we are currently doing it for the independent version of a point we are testing it out whether the lifetime deal works or not it's a loss in long term but it's a cold start problem so you kind of do give a deal good too good to be true to get the early users right Yeah I think I've seen lot of these lifetime deals and I'm always so one thing that makes me not want to buy those deals is I feel that if you don't give recurring revenue to this projects they will just shut down one day and that sort of gives like that sort of makes me less confident that I should use them so but but yeah i think like you said it's a cold start problem and you need users at the start to give you feedback and lifetime deals is a good way to do that as well as get that initial cash flow going yeah that totally makes sense yeah it's i think after a certain point of time it's mostly maximizing the margins like maximizing the revenue max maximizing the property profits but at the start it's mostly to get the engine rolling so yeah i think that would be the difference and especially in terms of like bootstrapping it's mostly that you have to um, get that engine rolling because you have no cash flow it's uh, your own money which are which you are investing so you mentioned um, you trying out like an independent version of a point of what what is what does that mean what is an independent version uh so yeah as of now appointo is currently a shopify app so it's an app to have for appointment scheduling for shopify stores now we are planning to build a version which is platform independent we are experimenting with it right now it will be something like appointo is a tool where you can have like you can where you can launch your appointment scheduling system for your businesses or for your e-commerce stores even if you are on shopify even if you are not on shopify so for example if you have a hair salon and if you have different kinds of haircuts different kind of team members who do those haircuts so 
through our platform you can just set up a system it will host even a landing page or booking page through which customers can their customers can go schedule a time slot pay for it and then reserve that time slot so it's like a code appointment scheduling tool for them we will just make like an shopify kind of page for them on a, just for appointment that this is your appointment booking tool and uh, you can even embed in your existing website so the main problem is for people who are trying to do something like service based like consultancy uh, some kind of classes or vaccination centers etc yeah i love it i i think you're giving some sort of like all in one solution whatever they need to manage it i think you're giving it all at one place which sounds super cool yeah i mean we want to repo like position that thing like something for businesses or e-commerce stores so something like appointment scheduling for businesses and e-commerce stores because if we go for appointment scheduling for uh, everyone so then it gets compared with calendly and then it's a tricky route <laughs> so we want to position it for a different market so that we can capture a small audience of it yeah i think position it uniquely you can actually make more money as well so i was i was i saw this tweet last week which showed the pricing plan of microsoft office suite and zoom so the ms pricing page it had the offerings it had like all of all of your collaboration docs sheets and um, powerpoint and everything and teams which which is what you use for audio video calls and then zoom zoom only allows you to do these audio video calls but then zoom had like higher price than the ms suite and and yeah that was the whole tweet that if you position yourself well you can even charge more while providing less features so that was pretty interesting to see i totally agree it's like positioning matters that's what i've learned in past uh, one year that positioning matters a lot how you are exactly positioning your app and it's i think one thing you are doing well over multiple things you are doing at average well um, so i think zoom is like they are doing one thing but they are doing it amazingly well against someone who were doing multiple things not so well at zoom basically yeah makes sense plus or they have amazing distribution channel now so <laughs> i think zoom has amazing distribution channel now so i think after after pandemic they got extremely high word of mouth marketing so it's on it's totally on the wave there like there is like opportunity wave right Hmm. they got to <laughs> they got a chance to ride that wave there must be significant increase in usage after pandemic before it was also famous but i think after it must be very very high yeah i think especially during the first wave zoom was pretty much used for everything i saw it being used for church services you know the the monday morning things for catching up with old friends for sure how's everyone doing how's everyone coping up and uh, yeah li- literally everything anything you just think of it was happening on zoom the 
student teachers interaction started on zoom and then that that led to more startups in this space so yeah i think this was a pretty i think like after geo this was the next big wave that that allowed for a lot of new opportunities yeah makes sense zoom also has a marketplace but i'm not sure how well the apps are doing there but they also has a good marketplace we have our point to app approved there oh. so it's a good yeah it's a it's a good marketplace the review process is little longer than expected but the whole experience is very nice right yeah so like i was on twitter i saw that you you're doing reading sessions for certain novels right yeah so can you elaborate like i have a, i really like what it was there were like five six sessions and a uh, lot of discussion around it on twitter right so so basically recently like around two months back i attended the rite of passage course by david perel and uh, his entire thesis is that you you write with others you write in public and when you when you do write with others it 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 gets you over your initial blocks you get feedback and you actually write and i i actually ended up setting up my website during my time at the cohort and i wrote a bunch of blog posts as well and then i sort of said hey if writing can be a social activity why not reading so i just thought okay now read, i can make reading a social activity as well and that's how i started sessions at reademy so so the the naming is i call it reading academy or reademy so pronounced similar to udemy <laughs> an academy all that so reademy is what i call it and what we do is we we have reading sessions every week so people show up so at the start i think for the first 10 sessions or so it was a bring your own book kind of thing so you just show up to to that event and then there's like a 40 minute of silent reading so you are on camera but you are on mute but you read uh, whatever book you have brought and uh, after so it is it's very much like a school library period so you have a dedicated time on your calendar for yeah. silent <laughs> each and there you just talk about what you have read and uh, we, we give different prompts sometimes it's sometimes the prompt is like convince the other person that they should pick the book that you are reading or you talk about your favorite books or you talk about how you got started into uh, how you got started with reading and so on and uh, what we realized is since there is an activity at the end that sort of forces you to actually read during those 40 minutes because you know that you have to actually discuss about it towards the end of the session so that's how like the accountability thing works in in our sessions and uh, yeah i i think the the we have right now we have a lot of regulars in, in our sessions and 
some say that like after school like is the first time that they are they've gotten back into reading again and now they're addicted to our sessions <laughs> they show up every single time and they're like this the sessions are how they progress reading on their reading list so yeah i'm like super happy with how it's going and then recently last week we started experimenting with some theme based events so so the first event we had yeah i think it was it was on tuesday this week and it was a harry potter themed event and uh, how and this was a big event this was, this was a two hour event and we asked everyone to come with their favorite book book scenes or movie scenes and then just just read it out in the group so we had people coming up with you know some they they read it out aloud in the group and they they sort of did some impersonations as well of snape of dumbledore <laughs> of harry ron mining so yeah, it was pretty cool and then this then they shared how they got started with harry potter and how how good of a writer jk rowling is that all of the characters like no character is perfect even dumbledore has a flaw and voldemort has a very nice back story that he was born out of like his, his mom used a love potion to to you know to get get his father and then so voldemort was born out of that that particular thing and like there there's a very nice overarching uh, theme of love in the in the books and uh, yeah mostly that all characters are flawed in some sense so yeah it was a very nice nice event and then tomorrow we have our first hindi literature event so tomorrow morning so someone said that hey you know we don't read hindi literature much and i was like yeah i don't remember i think the last time i read something was back in school for my like actual hindi exams and so i think tomorrow some the the host they the host has selected some some story written by munshi premchand so you join and then the host will give you the story link you read for 30 40 minutes and then going to breakout rooms to discuss that story so yeah that's that's how it's going Yeah. that's such a great initiative the second part where you said that they were reading out their favorite scenes and there m- must be some discussion after that around those scenes right like that's i think very very nice i mean now that i can think of like when you read something which you really like then you want to discuss it with other people but you don't find other people to discuss <laughs> so in that case if you are in the like minded group and you are like saying oh you like this portion of the book or specific scene in the novel and you are totally hooked by it and that that totally uh, makes it worth it to discuss right like for example if you are sharing sharing something and someone is also sharing their perspective on the things you like i think that's a, that's nice to hear i think if there is another harry potter event i would definitely join <laughs> yep yep i think we had a few few such requests at the end and then i was like hey if you want this this to happen then you host it <laughs> so now i'm trying to make this like a community led thing because like i cannot host sessions every single time and then that also creates a dependency on me that if i don't do it then nothing happens so now yeah in in the later yeah since the last week or so i'm sort of now pushing other community members to 
take up these sessions and so that it becomes a self sustaining community and we can actually scale it further as well so we can have like little nice groups of let's say there can be nice little group of science fiction lovers there can be something uh, there will always be a group for non fiction <laughs> because that is how people yeah. perceive it ki ha if you are reading a book it should be productive <laughs> so non fiction group will always be there <laughs> yeah i mean i'm like a big fan of fiction novels uh very hardcore sci-fi fantasy fiction kind of novels so during my college time i was reading those type of novels a lot and and when i was when i used to share that oh i am reading this novel and stuff so the first question was so which autobiography or fiction or what hustle kind of novel are you reading so because uh, something like if i ask them like what exactly would you like to read so their response would be something like elon musk autobiography See? or some very <laughs> deep and very hustle i mean those novels are maybe nice but the fiction novels are very underrated i guess because they have great storylines one thing i really like about fiction novels is over movies is that like in movies the actions are perceived by music and their acting in novels actions are perceived by what they are exactly thinking at that point of time because in the novels they can specifically write exactly what they are thinking that i hesitated and moved left <laughs> then you can basically have that kind of connection oh that that's what was going through that character's head so yeah i mean i really like that deeper level of insight in fiction lore like when i i watched harry potter movies first and then read novels <laughs> so i was very surprised by how much content it w- was missing actually yeah, it's hard to uh, i get it like ha <laughs> uh, it's it's get it's very hard to get it in like two hour movie that i totally agree but yeah i mean i was pleasantly surprised basically there was so much but uh, into two movies and still it it had lot of missing moments from the book so yeah it's it's very hard to cover everything but i think the starting two movies like almost similar to books they have covered almost everything but then from third onwards you lose yeah. of context in the movies and yeah once you read the books you realize oh this this makes more sense now and yeah it also i think if you just read books first you also have a nice freedom to imagine the things to fill in the fill in the blanks as per your wishes and creativity but when you actually see the scenes and the characters and then they are sort of etched into your minds yeah this is how they look or this is how they behave and yeah i think that that's that's one more reason i like books more that it it gives you the autonomy the freedom <laughs> to to imagine things or fill in gaps as, as per your wish I totally agree and one of the things i really like to do is for example if i'm starting one fiction novel something which uh, i'm reading for example if i'm reading something then i try to google that tv series uh, that novel series in reddit so lot of people have very good fan arts so when i see those fan arts i'm like oh 
this is how i should imagine that character and this is how that how much that character is very similar to how much i had in mind basically so it gives me a really nice thing like for example next time if when i start reading that then i get that image in my head oh that character looks something like this and should look something like this because it's awesome right <laughs> so what's your what's your favorite fiction of all time i really like bandon sanderson's novels so i'm a big fan of miss bond series so uh, have you heard of bandon sanderson so he mostly writes fiction uh, or sci-fi so he has a thing going on right now where he is writing lot of fantasy novels so assuming he has like five different fantasy no- fi- fantasy worlds and for example miss bond is one of them miss bond is a uh, three part six part series he has written there is also called stormlight archive he has written that as well and there are few more so every series is independent and there is a overlying story like there is a story which is going which is common in every one of them so it's like a marvel version in his world and it's really good it's really good like when i started reading miss bond like if you have some time uh, do give it a try like miss bond is definitely one of those novels where i couldn't sleep when i was reading it and it's really really good it's i mean when i it's very satisfying to like when you so he has a thing called he writes in a way so that that he will he will leave so many clues in the story but you will not be able to catch it and at the end everything will start clicking and it is so satisfying when you read it i mean i uh, it's it's one of definitely one of the best novels i have best trilogy i have ever read miss bond trilogy and subsequent then i am like fully invested in the whole world as i mentioned so cosmere universe has basically ha- had one god which got splintered into 16 smaller gods and then it's something like a lore folklore kind of thing in his universe that every world is controlled by then so what happens is like every world has their own story going on every world has their own magic system every world has their own rules and every world has their own complex story going on something like individual marvel movies and it's similar for all of those worlds like there are four five worlds and if you start reading then you will realize that there are certain characters who are actually coming from one world to another so there is one overlapping story going on too which is like avengers so it's not at that point at but it's amazing to catch those moments in that novel and uh, I I actually recommend to all my friends to read Miss Bond. <laughs> I have <laughs> like my most go to thing. Yeah, I've yeah. already opened Goodreads marked it as huh? I've already opened my Goodreads account and marked it as to read and I see a lot of five star reviews from from my friends on on the Miss Bond the Final Empire book. So yeah, I'll I'll be picking it up very soon. 
definitely uh, do let me know too uh, actually once you pick it up the first novel is amazing second novel is amazing and then it's like a trilogy the, then the third trilogy is really good so my I mean, third part is really good it's one of the best things but best fiction novels i have ever read and he is also doing era kind of thing so for example the misborn series the first trilogy is like medieval times where there were knights and all those things the second which is going on right now it's based on 1980s era so cowboy kind of the third trilogy i think he is planning in future is going to be in our times similar to what we have right now and the fourth one he is planning it's going to be space opera <laughs> so he has everything planned if you go to his website brandon sanderson dot he has a progress bar that his his novel his next novel is 60% completed 70% completed 80% completed so he keeps in loop all of his readers that how much time is left for his novel like his draft to get completed he's like a machine definitely amazing oh wow <laughs> i i just opened and i just opened his website and the the bars are like super it's on it's above the fold itself i thought ki i'll have to search for it but it's like very very clear and very yeah it's super awesome <laughs> so i see skyward for yeah i mean every 30% yeah that's super fine yeah i mean basically he will add up, like for example there is one thing which is very infamous in fiction fantasy fiction world is that most of the authors start the series and does not end it like for example uh, game, game of thrones mm-hmm. and the, game of thrones is not the only novel which is not yet finished but it's like the most famous one but there are other series which are very similar which are very famous for example king killers chronicles gentleman's bastard these are very famous fantasy fiction series but their last part was released like 5 plus years ago so everyone is like waiting for the next part but it's not coming and that's where bandon sanderson is like every year he releases one thing <laughs> so he's like super consistent that's like a, that's one of the thing one, one of the things i really like about him he is like he write one novel and then his to get the mind out of that novel he will write one short novel on another topic so that's his like break <laughs> to get away from one thing yeah, i mean really like the consistency i i love would, consistency I mean, uh, it's really it's yeah yeah it, it it's it's very inspiring to see that the person at so, so much successful and he's so much consistent it's uh, extremely inspiring that it's not about like giving your all it's about just doing bit by bit consistently yeah i think this this looks like a good yeah, way to um, end yeah in our next episode we'll discuss swapnil's books <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a nice hook there cool so i'll then wrap it folks if you liked it tag us on twitter yeah. our handle is going slow pod let us know specifically what you liked about it so that we can do more of it if you didn't like it 
dm us and let us know that as well that is even more important than the first request yeah and uh, we'll see you next time until then stay curious and don't forget to have fun bye